In the future of 2020, a virus has taken over the world. It has changed our lives in every possible way. But over the horizon, two drifters appear. And they've come to town to tell you the tales of the worst of it. They call it shit show, Game of Rones. Hello, ear possessors, and welcome to Shit Show colon Game of Rones hyphen episode 15 brackets, the one with the stoned guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That is the 15th episode of season one of Friends, a great television <laughs> oh, show no! that you don't hate. <laughs> oh, I hate Friends so much, and we were just talking off air about how... So many, largely women, uh, really, really love Friends, which I never watched. It's fine, which and is I fine, have no problem with. But I never watched Friends growing up because I noticed, even back then, that it was a garbage show for garbage people. Right, and I'm glad that we now have that enshrined in our podcast intro. Yeah, I uh, still stand by it. <laughs> it's... A bad show. Speaking of bad things that happen to bad people, I was getting coffee the other day and encountered this amazing interaction between two guys that were having lunch at an outside table and a girl who just got a coffee and um, was wearing a mask and leaving the cafe. So she, she's basically looked at these two blokes while she's waiting for a coffee. Just you can see that she is steaming. Neither of them are wearing masks. She's oh, yeah. wearing a mask. As she's leaving, she's like, hey, it's fucked that you're out here with your shitty cough trying to infect the rest of us. Don't you know there's a pandemic on? And this bloke looks up in slow motion from what he's eating. Like he does the old from staring at the table, very slow look up and oh, tilt wow. of the head. And I'm like, oh shit, there's going to be a murder. And he's like, oh no, I'm not sick. I'm just fat. I smoke and I went for a run today. I think I might die. <laughs> <laughs> this chick is immediately totally diffused. And they proceed to have a conversation about how hard it is to run. <laughs> I'm like, what a great total debunking of any pandemic problem to just go, nah, this one's on me. I'm a chronic smoker and heavily overweight and I might die today. Love Don't make my last interaction <laughs> a bad one. Love a love a good diffusion thing. It's like when people went at the height of your mother uh, when, when we were growing <laughs> up, jokes. people were just like, yeah, I fucked your mum. I'm just like, she's dead. Yeah, that's, that's the it's, ultimate shot. It's the ultimate It doesn't response. go anywhere from there. And they're just like, oh, oh. Oh, and then I'm just like, yeah, but think about what you've done. You always had a really fucked up mate who after you're like, well, oh, my mother's dead. They go, I know. I dug yeah. her up. Yeah. It's like, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's cruel. All decorums left the building. Anyway, how are you, mate? I'm Gus. You are? Uh, other Gus. Good. I, I, your soy rig. I've had a, I've had a good time uh, of late. 
And that's as far as it's going to go. Good. Good. I'm glad that you could just enlighten us with absolutely nothing. <laughs> you <laughs> I non- told you friends was garbage. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> you non-information carrying peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about how bad friends is. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You shut up. So here's the thing. <laughs> you always poking the bear with this. My housemates both come from a family of women. They both have three sisters each, which... I feel like it's not even that common to have four kids or for them to have a three female, one male mix-up. But I'm like... Anyway, back to your housemates, Joey and Chandler. Yeah, anyway, they were like... They watch it all the time. Uh, And and during isolation, it was reaching horrible new heights or horrible new lows, if you're me, because I'd be out there eating dinner and they're watching Friends and you can't, in a three-person household, be the person to be like... This really sucks. Can we watch something else? <laughs> obviously in the minority here. Uh, yeah, it's it's a woeful show uh, full of outdated comedy. Even back then, I'm like, really? The canned laughter for gay jokes? It was a different time. It was a worse time. <laughs> it, it's, I don't, I, I'm indifferent to it because A, I didn't watch it. B, I don't have anything against anybody who did, but your vehemence about how bad it is fuels me. <laughs> it, is, it is the life force that will keep me going, and now that I know that it is one of your many, many triggers, <laughs> I will continue to bring it to the cast. If you're listening to this and you loved or hated Friends, but mostly loved Friends, Please message Rig. Please don't. Please message Rig. Slide into his DMs. Maybe send him a diorama of your dick dressed as your favourite friend's <laughs> character. <laughs> because if there's one thing that I condone, it's trolling Rig with dressed up penises. Yes, and if you want to troll me, hit us up on Gus and Rig <laughs> at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G on Insta. But also, if you want to troll Rig by giving him money, weird troll, you can go to Patreon, <laughs> www.patreon.com slash Gus and Rig, and you can sign up for one of our tiers. And I guarantee everyone that signs up specifically to send Rig a dick pic will be allowed to. I will facilitate <laughs> it. It will happen. Also, guys, it's such a great troll giving us money. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, well... Uh, uh, do you have a segment to introduce or... Oh, it is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote the show I plan. The show plan. You can't carry more on. I know. Well, we are going to jump right in to the segment that we have literally every week. It is called Trainwreck Trophy where you have gone through the internet and I have also done the same. And we are bringing the best train wrecks from this week. But we cannot get started without, of course, introducing the sting. You know those cartoons where someone's in a runaway mining track, like cart? <laughs> cart yeah. <laughs> that is your intro to Trainwreck Trophy this week. A runaway gold mining cart. I am going to take a where's the gold type look at that particular <laughs> metaphor and be like, amazing, five money carts, please. <laughs> five nuggets. Yes, gold doubloons. <laughs> that is great. So I'm taking us as a start to Florida. The home, the spiritual home of this segment, really. Yeah, it is. It really is. Here's one that we got sent in this week. It is 
slightly dated, but also the fact it hasn't been featured on this show yet is a travesty. It is a wonderful old fisherman, a man of the sea in Florida, who made an interesting discovery while fishing. So in most places that you have waterways and fishermen, the fishermen catch the fish, then sell them to a local fishing market. I know how fishing works. So the economy, then the price fluctuates based on supply and demand that's already been set by the demand from the consumer for the fish. (laughs) (laughs) What does that have to do... What is an economy? (laughs) An economy is a way that... (laughs) What does that have to do with this particular story? Nothing but you are giving me the blank looks of a man who has had all of his stupid juice at once. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just wondering why I've walked into the first economics in year 10. So (laughs) effectively this guy, while he's fishing poorly, he's using a magnet to try and... uh, Sorry? That's, that's why I started off with this is what fishermen normally do. This guy is clearly not a good fisherman because he fishes as a start with a magnet. He also uh, fishes for salvaged metal that he wants to find right. in the water, which I think is what a Florida fisherman is. They just find, garbage find, they find garbage in water. Then they don't sell it to anyone because the demand is nothing. <laughs> they just keep it they keep and it. decorate their trailer. <laughs> they make a or their trawler. <laughs> they make a sharp bed out of it. <laughs> so while he's using this magnet, uh, he manages to pull up quite the find. And by quite the find, I mean a World War II hand grenade. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that instead of lobbing back into the water or putting somewhere safe, he goes, you know what? This looks like quite the explosive device. I'll just chuck this in the back of the truck and drive to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> a, good, a good old day of metal fishing and <laughs> off I go for a $1 burrito. <laughs> You've earned it, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're the mayor of Foxville. <laughs> so, so he, he's at Taco Bell just chowing through his own weight in empanadas. <laughs> Chalupas. <laughs> when he decides, oh yeah, that hand grenade I <laughs> lobbed into the back of the truck. I'd better call the cops. The cops misinterpret this and think that he said that he is holding a live hand grenade at a Taco Bell. <laughs> so they call the Taco Bell and tell the staff to lock themselves in the back room and to tell everybody to leave. <laughs> he is told to leave by the Taco Bell staff because it's another miscommunication. So he's like, oh, okay, no worries. Guess I'd better get in my truck that has a hand grenade in it and drive aggressively away from where the bomb that I've just been <laughs> told is, not realising that he is the bomb. Yeah. He's drunk. See the bomb, be, be the bomb. The bomb. <laughs> So he ends up in a high-pursuit chase across state lines with a hand grenade in the back of his truck because he thinks that the cops that are following him are trying to get around him. I've been there. I've been there. He's he's doing 150 miles an hour trying to outrun the the bomb blast at Taco Bell. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you know what? He's just like, these cops, they got to upgrade the engines in these old Fords. Just, <laughs> Overtake I, me, you fucks. I've, uh, I've literally had the same... Have I told you that story about how I was coming back from a New Year's Eve getaway and then came back and didn't stop at a stop sign this cop dead set went around the other part of the highway and was behind me with his lights on and i'm like oh man whoever's gonna get booked is gonna get so fucked up (laughs) and i'm like why isn't he going around me (laughs) it was me fantastic oh my god yeah so eventually he puts two and two together because you know, it takes a little longer for the old metal fisherman Chuck <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to day-to-day normal humans. And uh, they pull him over, uh, hold him at gunpoint while the bomb squad comes in where they remove the old hand grenade, put it in what I assume they call the hurt locker <laughs> and explode it. Fuck. Just the concept of being a junk fisherman. Like you wake up in the morning... And you go, what's... It's the same as the beachcombers with the metal detectors. Yeah, 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 yeah. If that's your one-way ticket to riches, (laughs) (laughs) and every day, like, does he have a family? When he comes home, does he have the conversation with... Oh, how how was your day, Chuck? Good, found a grenade, went to Taco Bell, cops chased me. (laughs) Oh, it's good to be a junk fisherman, isn't it, Chuck? (laughs) <laughs> Glad that you're chasing your dreams and we're on 0.1 incomes. Yeah, exactly. It starts turning into like a Tennessee Williams player. <laughs> I was like, when are you going to stop fishing for metal, Chuck? <laughs> I'll fish, I'll stop fishing when I'm damn good and ready. How was the haul today? It was mostly scissors. <laughs> I made your, I've made your dinner that you like. Taco Bell. <laughs> street car named Get out of here! Taco <laughs> Bella! Get out of here! <laughs> well, uh, that's the end of the first one. What do you got? <laughs> I took a real turn at the end there. Uh, right, herd immunity. Do you know what it's about? So, when a fisherman catches a fish, <laughs> <laughs> that fish may now, or may not be infected. Now, so, what you do is you throw the fish back, hoping it will infect all the other fish, so that later you can get job seeker. <laughs> <laughs> now who's taken all the stupid juice for the day? <laughs> anyway, okay, talk herd, to me. herd immunity. When there are a bunch of cows in a field... <laughs> <laughs> no, so... And you know one of them has a bowler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the cows are like, who fucked that sexy monkey? <laughs> Which one of you was it? Because I'm bleeding from the eyes and shitting blood. <laughs> So herd immunity is obviously the concept uh, where we just let it, it's better. It's encapsulated, the no fucks given method. It's it's better encapsulated with the words "let it burn through." <laughs> it's horrible. And so there are a larger well, not a large amount, but there are a lot of proponents out there of herd immunity for coronavirus. So they're just like, let's let's just you know go and let it burn through. Uh, several people all over the world. Uh, the entire nation of Sweden, oh, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, but it's also been uh, widely condemned as a very dangerous approach. Totally. So what they're saying with coronavirus is we're like, okay, we're going to get all the people who we have found to be the healthiest and you know the least and of the least risk uh, to get it and then get the immunity in the blood, antibodies, put the most at risk into forced protection vis-a-vis 
let's mm. triumph over this <laughs> novel virus. <laughs> <laughs> and so what has happened in this last week is there's this widely circulated open letter calling on governments to pursue herd immunity, and it's got a huge list of signatories. Oh, God. However, what they've noticed <laughs> is that uh, the several leading publications, including Sky News, have gone through and looked at all the signatories and have found a few anomalies. Tell me it's not the demon jizzer doctor from Trump's uh, medical team. No, it's better. It includes such luminaries as Dr. IP Freely. Dr. Person fake name <laughs> could be pronounced Fakanami. <laughs> Person Fakanami. And who could forget leading genetics expert Johnny Bananas? Who listed himself as Doctor of Hard Sums. <laughs> He's known for his catchphrase, this shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. I love it. Also, uh, some people took a really dark turn. Someone uh, put the name down, Dr. Harold Shipman, if you know that name, who was a GP in the United Kingdom who killed 200 of his patients before he was arrested in 98. Collar tug. Yeah, it is pretty dire. They also (laughs) had homeopaths listed on there, which is widely recognised as being (laughs) not Not science. (laughs) <laughs> they also included all manners of therapists, including hypnotherapists, hopefully not old mate from last week, psycho <laughs> psychotherapists, and of course, the most eminent therapists, those that practice massage. <laughs> <laughs> they also had a Mongolian singer, like a throat singer. <laughs> oh my god. Who describes himself as a therapeutic sound practitioner. <laughs> Why does this sound like Noah's Ark for terrible professions? <laughs> Ra- round up two masseuses, two homeopaths, two junk fishermen, two yeah. Nepalese throat singers. Get them all on the ark. This is one of those things. It's like how, like how uh, sporting leagues end up being like, send us in your photos and your names, and we'll put you in the stands. And people put Hitler in there, yeah. or like <laughs> oh. putting like let's name horrible serial let's killers. Let's name a boat. Uh, <laughs> like go out to a public vote, and it ends up being Bodie McBoatface. Like you cannot trust anyone with anything. People saw the words open letter and were rubbing their hands <laughs> together like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> the internet is so good. It's so fucking good, but also totally misunderstood by all of the people in power. To be fair, though, I do trust in the direction of Captain Johnny Bananas. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think that everybody should be subscribing to his high potassium diet. <laughs> <laughs> in, in pursuit of this bastard virus. When hunted down and interviewed about this open letter, Dr. Bananas was <laughs> described as being apeshit for it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that is mine. That's awesome. Okay. The, the second one, <laughs> we are also staying in Florida. It's the old, <laughs> the old Florida you, Quinella. Is your research now just... <laughs> Going to Florida news sites. <laughs> Florida and news that's sites. It. Uh, so the the first one was submitted by uh, by a listener by my brother. The second one is a piece of homegrown research for you. While I got stuck into the Florida absolute shame spiral of the first one, this one is 
immense. It features both one of the all-time favourites of this show, the Florida Police Department, and also one of the all-time favourite subjects of this show, crystal meth. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> the real MVP of this show. <laughs> the, the, the CMP. <laughs> the, <laughs> this bloke gets pulled over by the cops for a, uh, a random breath test and then they search his car. They find the glazing of a Krispy Kreme donut on the ground. The officer who has pulled Whoa. him over says, what's all of that crystal meth on the ground? <laughs> the guy has been pulled over and says... That's not crystal meth, that's donut glaze. Yeah. <laughs> to which the cop says, likely story, you fucking moron. Get in the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah, funny story, fuckwit. Get in the wagon. It's, yeah, I've, I've heard better excuses out of Dr. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, arrests him, mostly because while he's, while he's detaining the, uh, the guy and trying to figure out whether it is actually donut glaze or crystal meth, he does a series of roadside tests on the glazing, which come back positive for crystal meth. Oh. So obviously the driver has gone from being like, hey, it's donut glaze, you idiot, just let me go, to, oh, it tested positive for crystal meth. Oh, shit. So then he spends 10 hours in jail in possession of methamphetamines and also gets a firearm charge because at that point when it's been uh, made very clear that it is crystal meth, he's like, okay, well, uh, also I have a gun under the seat. And they're like, fair, it's Florida. (laughs) How else are you going to shoot those pesky tree biscuits? (laughs) 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 So he, uh, he then posts his bond and the regular drug tests are out. The, the full lab, not like the, the vial on the side of the road. Yeah. This has all gone to the full lab. Comes back and it turns out that the substance was indeed Krispy Kreme donut glaze. Right. Which raised an interesting problem. That being that the police roadside tests were found to identify high elements of sugar as crystal meth in Florida. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of people who had been charged with having crystal meth, which on the whole they all had had, was like, reopen my case, it was a donut. (laughs) This laundry list of full-blown meth squirrels (laughs) 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 were finding the nearest lawyer to file an appeal on their case based on the Krispy Kreme precedent. Are you (laughs) shitting me? They had to take all of their existing roadside drug tests replace them with new ones at a massive cost to the state. Shit. All because it, because it's the first time that anybody had tried to put fucking donut glaze <laughs> in, <laughs> into the test kit and it had come back positive. So, yeah, literally <laughs> the cops stood this bloke down who'd done the roadside test. He was then reinstated later because it was they were like, not his fault. Yeah, it is. It's, it's I mean, equipment. it's, it's definitely... Glaze doesn't look like crystal meth necessarily, but also the equipment did say it was positive for crystal meth. Also, high sugar equals crystal meth. I guess I'm an ice head now. <laughs> it's every time I've had a large meal and have dessert, yeah. I'm just going to have a quick meth break. <laughs> what do you got? All right. So this past week uh, at Los Angeles Airport, which I'm surprised is still in commission, <laughs> is uh, 
is <laughs> they, they noticed over at LAX when a, a China Airlines flight, which again, why the fuck is that plane there? Uh, a China Airlines crew reported that they saw something in the sky near the plane at, a, at an approximate altitude of 6,000 feet, about seven miles northwest of LAX. Do you know what it would be? Northwest. Northwest is the sea. Sure, but what object do you think was in the sky? Pass. Great, because you never would have guessed it. <laughs> it, of course, was a man in a jetpack. <laughs> confirming that was going to be my first guess. Confirming what I've always said, we live in a simulation, and that simulation is Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> <laughs> you I are, didn't even know jetpacks were real. I that, thought it was like a thing that like only you can have those water jetpacks where it's like constantly yeah, a, where you a, have to be over a body of water. Attached to the boat, etc. Yeah, I didn't know it was a full blow. And then the only other time I've seen it is indeed in GTA where you can do the <laughs> cheat code and fly around everywhere. I was like, I didn't even know it existed. It's It, it shouldn't because I think that a lot of jetpacks in history have been homemade and resulted in user death. Yeah. Like there's... There's a significant gap between military grade jetpack and Dyson fan attached to a lawnmower, <laughs> <laughs> which which is what most fuckers are flying around in. Also, six thousand feet. Oh. How fucking cold is it up there? Like, what is <laughs> this guy wearing? That's the point at which you find out that's actually Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> taking all his Krispy creams for the night, <laughs> strap the jetpack on, the Iron Man mask, and fucking off over the streets of LA. What if I told you that once the LAPD and FBI were informed, they were like, not again? <laughs> because, Gus, back on September 1st, <laughs> oh, no. an American Airlines flight was the first to report a quote, guy in a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> at the plane's altitude of 3,000 feet. <laughs> I hope that there's an auto code for that. You know, they just, they're just like... <laughs> yeah, We've got it, a 1052. <laughs> uh, everyone's leafing through it. They're like, what? Fuck is a 105? Guy in a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a classic 1052. <laughs> uh, but how's this? The dude this time, rather than being, uh, you know... <laughs> however many k's away and 6,000 feet up at this <laughs> earlier incident was 30 yards away from the plane. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, it's like the longest goodbye ever. <laughs> Look out your the daughter's window. going to college. <laughs> That's your There's dad. your dad in the jetpack. <laughs> like Bye, honey, I'll miss you. <laughs> Have fun. Use frangers. Classic dad move. <laughs> now, remember, if he's going to boil the eggplant, you better wrap that. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, <laughs> stop following me in your weird jetpack oh you made God. in, the, in Just the yard. Looking out the uh, window with her hand on her head like, oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Pilots being like, that's a 1052! <laughs> <laughs> and if you look to the left, you can see Charlotte's father in the jetpack <laughs> farewelling his first daughter to college. And hope you have a fantastic semester at the University of Arizona. <laughs> Go Wildcats! <laughs> so that's it, there's just so many things with a jetpack that you go, great. Theory seems very GTA and very fun. Reality, 
how don't you burn your legs? Yes, this, I was like that as well. How don't think about it? Everybody listening to this, think about the mechanics of it. It is jet flame, yeah. white hot, powered flame that can propel you into the air. Yeah, and the only thing separating. It from your body is straps and, <laughs> and jeans and, and, and your flailing <laughs> denim pegs <laughs> as your daughter sees your legs catch fire like a Christmas ham <laughs> in midair. <laughs> What's that smell? It's my legs <laughs> toasting at 6,000 feet. Uh, we got a 1062 uh, midair barbecue. <laughs> Shards of your father falls to the sky. <laughs> just singed lands on a fucking <laughs> road <laughs> in Florida. What is that? Crystal meth, says a local deputy. High <laughs> <laughs> sugar content, going to jail. It's iguana season. <laughs> it's raining biscuits. <laughs> Cooked biscuits, Frank. Get the shreds. <laughs> so, oh, that's me. Oh, that is great. And thus, that marks the end of Trainwreck Trophy for another episode, which means that we throw across to you, the love doctor, to <laughs> delve into <laughs> the world of online dating, what the kids might be missing, and the asses they've just got to try <laughs> in a segment that we call I So Horny. So, I told you not to call me the love doctor. My name is Dr. Love. <laughs> so, <laughs> my name is Dr. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Oh. All right. How he's just it? ape for us. Yeah. <laughs> he goes ape shit for your shit. So <laughs> no monkey business. No monkey. Oh fuck. <laughs> Awful. Uh, and if you're that way inclined, make sure he does not peel your dick. Anyway. <laughs> the first one is actually sent to us from a listener, Bradley Dunn. Don't know where you're from, Bradley, but uh, you have sent us this from a young woman who is. 24 kilometers away from your current location. Mm -hmm. And it, she it, says... Is that a lot in dating terms? Uh, I mean, it's pretty far. It's like the distance from, uh, I guess, the inner west to the northern beaches. <laughs> I'm aware of how far it is in road terms. I meant, like, is that... Would, would you If a train leaving <laughs> central... <laughs> At 9 a.m. <laughs> Meets up with a fisherman who has caught his catch for the day. <laughs> that fish has bought a first-class ticket from Wagga. <laughs> a jetpack flying at 6,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. At what altitude do Dad's legs burn yeah. all the way off? <laughs> okay, so 24 k's. 24 k's away, and she says, I love long walks on the beach and a candlelit dinner. That's nice. That's a good start. And if you wanted to put it up the poop chute, then I'm down like James Brown. Smiley oh, face. It, Which, you know what? If you want to go out and get it. Fair. Bradley was like, a woman after my own heart. That's a super <laughs> like from me. Hey, a candle. Why, would, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Candlelit dinner and butt stuff. Absolutely. That's, that's actually uh, the... We call it the dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's the devil's duo, the yeah. kids are calling it. <laughs> dinner and a show. Yeah. <laughs> call it a happy meal. Oh. It's, so, I, I don't even know why, based on everything that you and I have been told about what the kids are into, why they're even bothering to advertise butt stuff anymore. I assume it is just a given. It's not an off-menu item anymore. It's, I feel it's, like not, it's, it's actually, not a secret McRoyale. It, no, no, no. It is, it is up on the board. It's printed. 
It's like not chalk. No, no, no. It's print. Eating ass and having a bit of a candle at dinner. That's number three. Give me a number three. That's <laughs> <laughs> give me a one hundred five yeah. too. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We don't have any jetpacks left. <laughs> Good for Brad. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, here's another one that was uh, that was sent to us from. Ed Bodie, I believe, a uh, good friend of the show. Love a good convo and love a good route. If you're good at either, let me know. <laughs> Ed, says, yes. Ed says, one of two ain't bad. <laughs> 50%. 50 a it's pass. He's equal degrees. <laughs> That's great. But also, that is a ripping bio. Yeah. That, is, that is one of those ones that goes, you can stay within the cheeky realms of... Uh, of this is what I'm about, yeah. Without having to delve into the, hey, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Here is a picture of me in high vis. It's like, <laughs> come on. So you want to talk about a ripping bio? I love this turn of phrase. I'm going to use her name because it's good. This is from Young Becky, and she says, if you want to set up your own company and run it, then that's your own business. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Beck. That's really good. That's good by Beck. Love that turn of phrase. Yep. Alrighty, and here's another one. A lot of ladies, obviously, they want they want equality in the bedroom, and why wouldn't they? This girl especially does. She they says, deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. She says, one day my prince will come, and so will I. <laughs> <laughs> and then she worryingly writes, just want a man that looks good in TNs. <laughs> Aren't they Gross. sneakers? <laughs> yeah, just they're what lads wear. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a very narrow, narrow <laughs> pull. She starts so well and ends so poorly. I know. That's very front-ended. She's like the white runner in a 100-meter final <laughs> at the Olympics. <laughs> Started great, went horribly by the end. Why did you qualify that with a distance? Yeah. She's like the white runner at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you you do know, because I've told you many times, that a lot of the dating apps, but Tinder mostly, is full of robots. It's full of bots, uh, and you can... you can Sexy robots. <laughs> they always look surprised. <laughs> I, uh, they, but they always write these ridiculous bios that are obviously fed to them by a machine or something. Or AI. And AI bios must be amazing. And this is one of the funniest ones I've seen because it's featured on this and obviously not written by a real human woman. <laughs> it says, more than just a hookup. Full stop. Next sentence. I'm ready for hooking up in any location. <laughs> 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 Add me on Snap. <laughs> Doesn't even take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> the, the patience of the robot. They're just not making robots the way they used to. No, they're they, not. They used to have the ability to take a breath, take it all in, yeah. don't seem too eager. <laughs> Today's robots are just all about the act. Yeah, <laughs> giving it up easy. And then we've got this one. Just, I don't know if this is a quote or just like a really odd shower thought, but it goes... <laughs> Just looking for someone to asphyxiate me in a bidet. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? <laughs> what does that mean? A lot to unpack there. So, unless we're mistaken, a bidet is a... It's uh, the it's tiny a little it's toilet. It's a toilet tap. Yeah, that yeah, blasts that water, blasts up, water your up your ass. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. What do you want me to say there? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know what it means. I was just like, is that a quote? Is that a bot? If that's a quote or you've used this in your bio, <laughs> please reach out. <laughs> that's amazing. Does, 
Does she just not know what a pool is called? Like, <laughs> because I love how you focus on that and not the, like, not, ex- not the asphyxiation. asphyxiation. Yeah. No, no, no. The kids are in a weird shit. But uh, but I'm more concerned about the vessel of water uh, being too small for this act to actually be possible. Yeah, yeah. Fair. But also, it's not drown me in a bidet, <laughs> but, which look, would be more worrying. Choke me in a bidet. Like you sit on like, it. Are you sitting Why on would it you or be... is your head in it? I don't understand oh. what is happening. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So she's riding it kangaroo style. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. Ugh. And here I've left the most worrying for last. Wow. More worrying than choke me on a bidet? Yep. In a bidet. Here it comes. BuzzFeed told me I only have 25 days left to find my soulmate. Shrug emoji. It's either that or I need to find my future stepbrother. What? <laughs> we have mentioned on this on this cast before how worrying porn trends are. I don't know if that's what she's insinuating, but it reads that way. <laughs> it is problematic. It reads like we better fall in love or I'm finding a stepbrother to fall in love with. And I'm like, that is not cool. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that there's an element of the internet, as we've always discussed, that should probably have stayed behind a paywall. And yes. that, that is the darker parts of the incest porn spectrum. Yeah. They, they haven't been particularly beneficial for anyone's understanding that... Cousins are still cousins, not sexy French relatives yeah. that you can have anonymous sex with in a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Just look, I didn't think I'd ever have to say this on our podcast. Keep your hands off your relatives, okay? <laughs> it's I'm just like, it's so weird. <laughs> if, if you're related by blood, then don't be coming floods. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> in the fuck was that? It's, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> if you want to get in touch about how that <laughs> disturbed you, <laughs> then get in touch with us via Instagram at Gus and Rig, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. Give us a like, shitshow, all one word on Facebook. And if you have something meatier, send us an email to shitshow.au at gmail.com. And one more thing. If you could be so kind, please go on to your iTunes or podcast app of choice. Head on into our feed. Go right down the bottom. Leave us a five-star rating and a review if you feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) And if you want to keep feeling good and get that warm glow of having less money, then jump on to Patreon. (laughs) www.patreon.com slash Gus and Rig. You can't take money with you, but you can give it to us. There are three different tiers of which you can contribute financially to our success and your ears. That's about it. Absolutely. I got to go see a man about a jetpack. And remember, don't fuck your brother, just pick another. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, guys. (laughs) 